Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Miss Nisi of Real Talk Ministry, and I want to thank you for joining me today to talk about uh, my topic of discussion, which is called getting ready. Uh, I will start off with a prayer and I'll just dive right into it. I will say this probably won't be a very one of my very long uh, video podcasts where it can run up to 30 minutes. But I did want to share and reiterate a word that the Lord um, wanted me to share with the people. So let me start with a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you. We want to thank you and honor you for being God and being who you are in our lives. We pray that we meet the expectations that is required not only to see you at the very end, but to live on this earth to be able to help others and not only help ourselves. We ask that you cover those who have just recently suffered such great loss. We ask that you come and heal the land. You said, if my people call upon my name, you will come and heal the, name, heal the land. So we're praying that you do that, Lord. We ask also that you cover the kids who are just now transitioning out of school to go to college, cover the parents to prepare their heart for this new journey that their children are about to embark on. And even for the little ones, Lord God, we ask that you cover them, that wherever they go, whether it's summer camp or whatever they're doing, that they'll be covered, protected, and blessed, and that they'll be able to hear a word from you also, Lord God. We ask that you just touch, heal, and deliver and have your way in our lives and allow us to accept what you're doing and be thankful in the process. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray this prayer. Amen. Uh, I know the land is hurting now and um, it's not anything uncommon. It's not anything new that we're experiencing, but that doesn't mean the experience is the same, that the hurt is still the same. Regardless if it's in your town, your city, or your neighborhood, or your country, pain is pain. And we pray for those who are going through pain today. Not just the pain of what you may have heard that have happened with what's going on in the world. Even if it's your own eternal pain, we ask God to help you, cover you, and protect you. So the today's topic is called Getting Ready. And just in my last previous podcast, the Lord was like, just tell them one more time. Just give him one more warning to get ready. So when he gave me this topic, I thought about Joseph and how they had inflation and how they had to prepare the country or their land for what was to come. Usually when the Lord gave me a topic and I start reading chapters or reading verses or scriptures, um, I like to jot down whatever comes to my mind at that time. I think it's helpful and fruitful in my studying process. So I'm going to read what I wrote down before I get into today's uh, mini topic discussion. And it's called Getting Ready. I'm coming from Genesis, the 41st verse. And I wrote, we all know about Joseph. We know he had dreams. We know he could interpret dreams. And when I thought about the story of Joseph, I first thought what everybody else think, that he was treated wrong among his brothers how his father for, uh, favored him over the brothers, how he was a snitch, <laughs> being the lookout for his dad, uh, how he was treated when Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him and he, had, and he ended up in jail, how he was forgot about for many years when the butler was set free and told him that he will remember him 
and how um, he had to live, continue to live in bondage. How he interpreted dreams for the king and uh, reconnected with his brother and his family. Those are some of the things that immediately come to your mind. That immediately came to my mind in the sense of this is who we know Joseph to be. But what came to my mind in regards to getting ready was how I read 10 chapters that referenced Joseph. Genesis, the 37th chapter, the 39th to the 47th chapter. And when I first thought of this topic, as I was instructed to talk about getting ready, I can only think of the dream he interpreted for the king. So that is what I'm going to talk about today. Some may think that Joseph's story of being in a pit or that he had to suffer many days from being false accused in a jail cell or being killed by family through jealousy or fake death, they fake this death. This life of Joseph can be many things because a lot took place. But I believe that even though he had to endure what he did, his job was to save the people from dying from famine. In fact, he was so good at it that he had enough for the people on his land and to be able to sell to other lands. This teaching today speaks about getting ready in you in the natural, in the spiritual life, and how unforeseen things can happen. And sometimes you have to have faith to believe in the things you didn't expect to happen. But this is the time to ask the Lord to help you get ready to endure the unforeseen things to come. It doesn't have to all be bad, but it doesn't mean it will all be good. And honestly, that's life. We don't all have just good things all the time. Sometimes there are bad things that do occur. And sometimes when God tells us to get ready, it's not necessarily a death threat. It's not necessarily something to be like, oh, so he's going to come and kill me. But it also doesn't mean that it's just going to be a perfect world for you. Uh, so get ready. And um, I also wanted to read where I stated where when King Potiphar asked Joseph to interpret his dream, he then placed him in charge of the preparation for it. Sometimes when God gives you what it is that needs to be done, it's not necessary for you to just share and ask someone else to do it. Sometimes he's putting the task on you to get the job done. I want to talk about first uh, Joseph in the natural. I don't think if he... I can't say what he can and can't do. I can't and won't try to, excuse me, won't try to project that. But I will say, I think if he knew he had an opportunity to go a different way, he probably would. He probably wouldn't have snitched out his brother. He probably wouldn't have tried to do anything to upset them so much. But in his situation, there was nothing he couldn't do to not upset him, upset them. When they heard that, the dream that they was going to be obedience to him or bow to him, they were even more outraged. Even his father became outraged when he said that uh, you were going to have to do that too. But he accepted it because of Christ. In the natural life, people may not be able to see the spiritual side of you, whether it's through hatred or jealousy. And sometimes it will cause people not to accept the words that are being shared and that needs to be told to you because the way you are in the, in Christ. So in the natural eye to many, Joseph was to many, according to his brothers, Joseph was just not the man. He was just a favorite child. 
that brewed jealousy among the brothers. So Joseph in the natural had to endure some physical things, some physical harm, some, some physical challenges. He suffered being thrown in a pit, being betrayed by family, being betrayed and lied on. And those things happen in life. But when you're trying to get ready, sometimes your natural body don't know what to expect. Your natural thinking and your natural mind may not understand why is this happening, for what reason, and uh, the purpose of why this is taking place. We can all read the story directly and make our assumptions, and we can all come up with different ideas of how it may be portrayed when we look at our life compared to what we're reading. But he went through naturally, and that natural way of him going through, I believe, built him up even more spiritually. So spiritually, um, naturally, he was put in jail. He was sold and then put in jail for the deceitfulness that was shared by Potiphar's wife. He ran into some people who he can interpret the dreams. And this led to the interpretation that King Potiphar needed. I wanted to stress that in, in knowing that being Christians, you know, we feel like we have a direct connect and contact with Christ. I mean, yeah, with Christ. But God showed in this situation that he can literally speak to anyone and try to help anyone he can. So just being a Christian is not limited to you being the only one to hear and understand who God is in order to uh, for him to save you or to protect you. King Potiphar had a dream. He was even trying to reach out to his magicians to help interpret this dream. And that's when the butler remembered that there was someone who could interpret dreams. His memory of him came late, <laughs> but he still remembered that there was someone who could help in this situation. And in the spirit, he interpreted Potiphar's dream. But this is where the getting ready comes in as a reminder of what it is to come even nowadays in today's present time. The dream foreseen a famine and the interpretation of the dream overall was famine was coming and it was going to be seven years of famine and seven seven years of wealth and the seven years of famine if he hadn't prepared for it they would have died how would you know they would have died because even other lands who didn't see the famine coming they had to come to them in order to buy food in order to have famine food for their country so they wouldn't die. Getting ready in the natural and getting ready in the spiritual, you could say they definitely coexist. But in some ways, you could look at the how they coexist. You had a man who didn't really believe in God, Potiphar, because he had magicians and he didn't go to God to ask what the translation of his dream was. He had to go to Joseph. And so it coexists in a way where even if all the things that's happened around us in in this world today with inflation and gas prices, it's easy to sit back and say, hey, we've been through this before. It's no big deal. But it's different when you go into the grocery store and you see something that you usually pay 5 or 6 or $7 for. It's now almost 11 or $12. And so this is the preparation God wants you to do. If you have to call, <clears throat> excuse me. If you have to coexist your spiritual life with your natural life, you can do it even in a way 
King Potiphar and the exchange that King Potiphar and Joseph had. You could do it in a way where, um, yes, King Potiphar, he didn't have the connection to me for what I see. Didn't have a connection directly to God, but God troubled his heart to prepare the land. But he had someone who did have a connection with him to come through and help. And sometimes in this world, we have to really understand that this connection to Christ and how we have to help each other is not just amongst ourselves as Christians. So there's going to be people out in the world that may not even come to you personally, but you'll know they'll need help. God will send you to them or someone will reference you to say, hey, go to this person. I know they can pray. I know they can help you. That is getting ready in the spiritual. And then in the natural is the fact that if that person is not saved, if that person do not know Christ, that God is sending them to depend on you. And even though they don't have that spiritual connection, you can be that spiritual connection for them. And then the natural house, another way of being a spiritual connection, if they need food, you know, a lot of us don't always prepare for the worst. We don't always think the worst is going to come. Or if it do come, we'll handle it when it gets here. Well, I'm saying to get ready now. Don't wait until it gets here. Throw something back. Store something um, up just for just in case. It's never, ever wrong to be ready. Um, you have to be wise when well-doing. Uh, if someone out here is not ready and, and the natural and you know there's things that you can do to help them get to get ready do that ministry is more than just i help someone financially or i help this poor person out on the street i gave him a dollar uh or fit or i fed them ministry is also educating someone or giving a word or sharing a word just so they not let me correct it sharing a word not forcing it down their throat, not making them feel like they have to do it or else, but just sharing a word to say, hey, we can't ignore what's going on in the world just by saying we have Jesus. We can't say that the things that are happening in the world is being prophetic or prophesied through what the Lord has already instructed us was going to come through the word of God and then just sit back and say, well, Jesus got me. This he'll, he'll handle everything. This is the time for you to step up and begin to show the Lord that you gave me power. You gave me life. I have the Holy Spirit. I can I can ignite in me the things that I need to do and prepare for. Thank you for sharing the word. Thank you for letting me know. But now it's time for me to get up and do the job. Everything is not a death sentence. I remember um, when I used to hear getting ready, get ready, um, that word alone that you need to get ready, you need to get your life right, it always came with because God was going to come back and you don't want to go to hell. But getting your life right, hell may not be around the corner for you no time soon. Or Let me correct myself. I pray it don't be around at all <laughs> for you. But it, the end of times may not be around the corner as you think. Uh, and when I say end of time, I'm not talking about because your life may be taken. I'm talking about what we read in Revelation. But preparing your house is not a big task or a heavy task. It's just making sure that you are comfortable enough to know that what you need is what you need to have. So I will stress and reiterate again, as I did in my last podcast, I'm not going to say go get 10 loaves and five, five fishes 
and five loaves of bread. I'm not going to tell you to do anything outside of what God wants you to do. It's not that Miss Nisi is telling you to go get 10 bottled water and um, ramen noodles as to say, this is the guideline or outline that God wants you to have. Go directly to him. Ask him what you need to do in order to prepare for what's to come, for the unforeseen things. The thing about unforeseen things is the fact that we don't know what's coming. We don't know what it is that we may run into. Joseph did not know what it was that he was going into. Even though, I feel like even if he, you know, we can easily, like I said, project what we may think and feel he may have did differently. So I don't want to project that. But I will say that he didn't know that his brothers was going to betray him to the point that they wanted to kill him or sell him off. He didn't know that being a good person and trying to be respectful of another man's wife was going to end him up in jail. But at the end, he became far more greater than what he went through. He helped the country. He saved lives and he saved other countries' lives. And then he also caused, um, during that time of famine and inflation, and he caused an uh, increase to come into the home, come into the land. So think of this situation as the land that you need to save from famine is your house. And if you do it right, and if God is leading you to do it in a way that it'll bring increase at the end, that you won't have no lack. So that is all I really have for you today. I know this is a very short message, but I've reiterated it before and the Lord just wanted me to just tap on it again to get ready, get your house in order. And again, I'm not saying this as a death threat. And I have to say this because sometimes we can use our emotions to run into fear first instead of just acknowledging that this is just something the Lord may want you to do. And when I say may want you to do, you may ask him and say, do I need to do that? And he may say, no, you're good. I got you. Because one thing about God, we all can have the same message. But the direction that he may want me to go may be very different than the direction that he may want you to go in order to prepare yourself. So just know that God loves you. And I pray all good blessings on you today. I pray that you be safe during this Memorial Day weekend. Um, look out for others, pray for others, and pray for one another. Don't forget to pray for me, and I won't forget to pray for you. Thank you uh, for listening to my topic of getting ready. I also want to just insert a very short message about my radio. I'm very happy that the Lord gave me the radio station. It is something that I always, always wanted to do. Um, it is still building with music. It's only been a couple of weeks and I have had a lot of connections through international as well as within the States. And I just want you to be invited to my website, Real Talk Ministry. Um, I have a tab there called Radio Connections. So if you want to grow your business or even present a, uh, a sermon or words of encouragement, Stop by and look at what we have to offer and send me a message if you have any questions. Again, getting, get ready. Getting ready is important. And let's keep each other in prayer. Let's keep this world that we're in in constant prayer. 
I love you with the love of Jesus. Thank you for listening. God bless.